Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Every scar has a story. We want you to tell and tell with discovery. And it's true. Some of the best stories follow when you ask, how'd you get that scar? (laughs) Yep. What happened there? Uh. Uh, we love for you to share your scar stories with us. You can text us at 985-985. Our friend Abby is uh, about to tell us about the time that she somehow got super injured with a butter knife. Okay, so this was like a while back. I had my niece who wanted hot dogs, and I was babysitting her. So I grab a pack of hot dogs out of the freezer, and, you know, that's a lot for a four-year-old, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I figure, okay, you know, I'm just going to cut, the, you know, the amount that I want out. I have a butter knife, kind of dip it in hot water and, you know, just going around the line of the side of the hot dogs. I don't know how and what happened. And that knife went right between my fingers. Oh, like on your, like on your webbing. You know, like the crease between the fingers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It cuts that right open and I'm like, I just kind of had like a moment of pause, like, my fingers are open, like, you know, like, I'm just staring there and like, let's take you to the hospital. And I'm just like, but it's open, it's open, you know. Oh my gosh. And with a so, butter knife. Right. And that's the thing, a butter knife, you you know, that's supposed to be safety for kids too. <laughs> yeah, but apparently not for you. Right? So <laughs> I'm just like, gee, so we get to the hospital, they're like, had this happen. I'm explaining to them, they're looking at me like, you know, like I'm just kinda it was embarrassing because, you know, like a butter knife thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up having to get two two or three stitches at the time. I feel like that's a weird place for stitches because I'm just like looking at my I'm looking at those exact two fingers. Yes. And I'm moving them and I'm going, How does the stitch stay? How does it work? But, like but oh, I, that's it didn't bleed rough. though. The funny thing is it didn't bleed, but I'm I'm looking like in between my fingers and I see it open. Like I can oh, see that. Ooh, ooh. You know? So it was just like a weird oh. hole. Oh. Right, right. And it was just kind of like, it was the whole thing, the whole incident was just awkward and weird. Like, you wouldn't think something like this would happen. Well, was it also awkward, too, because you were watching your niece, like, you're in charge. <laughs> you're the adult. You're like, oh, no, no, I'll That's use good. the knife. I'm the adult. I'm the grown-up. Right, and, I, and I was explaining to her, you never use a knife. Knives are sharp, you know. Oh. And it was like, oh, my God, you know, like, just... <laughs> It was one of those expect the unexpected moments. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, you know, my word of advice, butter knife are more damaged than many think. I'm looking at my hands right now and my little sausage fingers, and I totally see how that could happen. There you are. You're trying to chip off a hot dog or two, and all of a sudden, yeah. Oh, no, that's not a sausage. That's that's my chubby little finger. That's my fingy. This must be a bit of a theme today uh, about people getting injured from household items, our friend Nico is going to share another discovery story with us, how he got injured with a juice jug. <laughs> it was probably about two in the morning. We were coming back from like my dad's Christmas work party. We were all pretty young. Before I went to bed, I was like, can I go downstairs to get a glass of water? So they're like, yeah, no, not a problem. So obviously I went downstairs, I pulled the water out of the fridge, I'm half asleep while I'm doing it, and I opened the cupboard, but my mom had left one of the big like glass pitchers that you'd have out for like a party or a get-together kind of thing there. And the top of the cupboard ended up knocking the lid of that pitcher, and so it fell off its small base, and of course I'm really short, so the counter's high. So as soon as I saw it tipping, the first thing that I thought of was throw my arms in front of my face, to block my face from hitting me. Wow. And so the whole picture was full of juice still, so it's not like it was empty. 
And as soon as it came down, it like shattered, like completely shattered across uh, my arms. Oh. And then, so I just kind of like stood there in shock for a minute because there's broken glass and juice all over the floor in front of me. Oh. And I'm like, uh, what just happened here? So my parents ended up asking me like, what was that? And I was like, uh, I broke the glass pitcher on the counter. I didn't even notice the cut that I had from it at first. Obviously they moved me out of the way and they started cleaning it. And then my mom looks at me and she's like, you look super pale. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you look really pale. Like, are you okay? Did you cut yourself at all? And I kept wiping my one arm, just thinking that obviously it was like juice it was or just something the running down. The red Kool-Aid yeah, exactly. in the juice pitcher. Exactly. So then I looked down at my one hand and it's like completely red. So I'm like, oh, what the heck? So I start looking at my arms and I notice my one arm is just covered in blood. Oh so I had a tiny piece of glass that was still stuck in there, whatever <gasps> that I didn't even notice. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, so I just kept wiping over it, had no problems. I don't know if I made it worse or whatnot. I couldn't feel it until I noticed it. And once I noticed it, that's when I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I can feel this. So I went to the couch, they grabbed me a bowl. Um, my sisters ran upstairs and got me like uh, some new PJs to put on. So I ended up going to uh, the hospital at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, wow. After the family Christmas party. Yeah, I did get back to like 11 in the morning. Oh, so my God. I didn't get my glass of water angel. and I didn't get my warm bed. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that one. Uh, that was the first time I ever had to get stitches. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. 98.5. Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, so excited that Calgary Expo kicks off today. And we want to have a little bit of fun talking about superpowers. But, like, not the superpowers that you want. Because no. that conversation, you know, we've all had it before. We want to know if you're partner could have any superpower what do you wish they could have and no this is not a trap <laughs> destiny posted on our facebook page saying this is a trap to make a conversation starter for dumb fight friday no. not the case no 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 this can be a fun celebrate or a fun situation where we celebrate our partners yeah but also a little bit of like there's gonna on. be lots of shade thrown here so <laughs> yes. why don't we start by having you throw the shade today oh, today if me. matt could have any superpower <laughs> what would you want him to have i would like matt to have a superpower that I think would make things a lot happier at, at home. Uh, one of the things that Matt gets the most cranky about is when his sports teams lose. Okay. And how would he have a superpower that could fix that? I want him to have sports-related telekinesis. And telekinesis is the thing where you can move things with the power of your mind. Okay. It's like, remember, like, the horror movie Carrie? That's what she had. She can move things around. But in Matt's situation, he would be able to move pucks into nets. And balls into baskets <laughs> and curling rocks right to the button. So he could like gamble on it and yeah. kind of win big money. Well, there's type that thing? too. I mean, his team would win. Like last night, for example, when he's watching Raptors in right. overtime, right. their first game at home in the playoffs, trying to make it so they don't go down three nothing. They ended up losing. They're yeah. down three nothing in the series, which like basketball teams don't come back from that like ever. Mm -hmm. So like it would have been a lot better if like he could like stop that three from going in from the other team from the 76ers, right? Mm -hmm. That'd be like a happy celebration. Celebration from home, but that is an interesting point, Fuzzy. We can make so much money from the gambling that he'd be able to do on right? the side. Yeah, look at that happiness 
and making all that cash. So you're going along the lines of happy husband e- <laughs> equals happy life, basically. Yes, so exactly. if by having him being able to make his sports teams win, yes. then life around the house would be much better. It would be a lot, lot happier. And he's a beer rep here in the city, so I think I could probably convince him, like, even though he's an Oilers fan, right. I could be like, you want the beer to be flowing, Maddie. You got to make you gotta make the right. Flames do really well okay. in the playoffs, too. Okay. So I, we'd do it for everybody. It's funny, going through some of the comments here on Facebook, I see a comment from... from from Svet, who's clearly very much in love and in a newer relationship because she says he has all the powers already. And then everybody else is just throwing shade at their. <laughs> I wish, I wish they would be able to listen. And they don't need a superpower; they just need to be able to listen. <laughs> Ron writing, I wish they had a mute button. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, definitely seeing the new relationships versus the ones that have been together longer than what a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. What superpower do you wish your partner had? Got a text from Nabia to nine eight five nine eight five saying, "I really love my partner." Partner, but sometimes I wish his superpower was whatever the opposite of stubborn is. Okay, I think, sure. that's, I think that's compromise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patience, maybe. Yeah, definitely be nice if more partners had more of that. Uh, Sam, what do you wish, uh, which superpower do you wish your partner had? If my partner could see into the future and make better decisions, <laughs> and uh, if he could fly, because long distance sucks. Oh, man, how long of a distance are you guys doing right now? Well, he lives in the Dominican Republic, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a bit of a distance. Yes. Yep, yep. And what kind of bad yep. decisions is he making other than living in the DR and having you live here? Uh, like money things. Okay. Because some people might say after the snowstorm we had earlier this week that you're the one making a bad decision by living here and not the DR. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, he was yesterday complaining about the temperature there, and I was like... You have no idea. And also, that's a bad decision to do that to somebody that just had to deal with a snowstorm. So I see the need for this superpower, for sure. Yep, for sure, for sure. Heather, which superpower do you wish your partner had? Well, I was thinking, like, superpower, super strength. So he could do all the things. Like, I'm always doing the ones around the house, like building the deck. I'm fixing stuff inside the house. I'm mowing the lawn. I'm doing the garden. So, I, you know, I'm getting tired. Oh, oh my, my God. I think I know what my, want my wife's superpower to be now because I thought she was already a superhero and pretty amazing. But I'm going to be honest with you. To have to have a woman in my life to who would build a deck and do all of the yard work and all of the stuff that I hate doing and, and don't do a, a, a great job at, Heather, you are my, you are my superpower. <laughs> So you need an extra power to go along with that. Yes, he'd have to have the super desire <laughs> to do all those things. You can't. You can only ask for one power, oh, here, Heather. Oh, you can have. Oh. You can have the ability, or you can have the will to want to do it. That's exactly. Well, maybe it's the desire one I need then. <laughs> Heather, I gotta ask. Like, how did you learn to do all of that stuff? I grew up in a farm, and my dad. I hung out with my dad all the time, and he had to do everything. So 
I always say that farm kids are like the most weirdly brilliant people <laughs> in, in just things that you're like, really, that's what you know? With my with my wife, her also being a farm kid, unfortunately, it's not all of that handy stuff around the house. Okay. But uh, she knows her way around a medicine cabinet like nobody's business. Oh, okay. Like if, when it comes to what drugs to take and what drugs not to take. And I remember one time I accidentally took an, I, I stuffed up and I took an antihistamine and I could not sleep and I did it again the night after. And she's like, well, dummy, that's because you, you basically took speed. You need to take a couple Benadryl with that. I'm like, I'm never going to sleep again. She's like, calm down, okay. take a couple Benadryl, and you'll be fine. And it's like, oh, okay, that's your superpower. Uh, that's kind of scary, though. It's, it's very scary. Text here from Justin just says, uh, I want my man to have the ability to know when he's in above his set head and call for help. Oh. That's the reason she has 15 half-started and half-finished product projects going on. Superpower <laughs> to know when it's just too much Ugh. and you might need to call in reinforcements. Uh, we're having some fun with Tamara on the line right now. I really hope my husband's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to my world. The stuff that I say about my husband on this show on a daily basis Eh, he's used to it. <laughs> I know, and I literally just got off the phone with him. He's looking for the potato salad. I'm like, well, it's in the fridge. No, it's like, and I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to find that potato salad, <laughs> and I'm going to prove to you yet again that your eyes turn off when you open that fridge. So, Tamara, your <laughs> wish for your husband's superpower would be what? Just to find things in the fridge. That's all I ask. Life is great other than that. That is hilarious. And I love that this is like coming straight from something happening right now. He just can't find that dang potato salad. No, and like clearly where else would potato salad be other than the fridge? You never know. Sometimes things get put in weird places and you're like, well, why is it here? And that's what he's thinking because he's clearly man looked in the fridge. Man looked. He opened the fridge and man looked and he doesn't see it, Tamara. Got man eyes all the time in the fridge. I know. I know. You can't you can't trash talk those man eyes because those man eyes saw you, Tamara, and said, Ooh, I need to have me some of that. This is true, but I was not in the fridge, so there's a difference. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Janae, and Fuzzy about to talk about grocery store etiquette. Here's the question. When you're shopping and you decide you don't want something, Mm -hmm. do you leave that item in a random place or do you walk it back to where it belongs? Mm. A TikToker who works at Target in the U.S. has gone super viral, raising awareness for a pretty big problem in grocery stores. People leaving frozen food items just in random aisles. That's not good. I literally can't make this up. People think, oh, I staged these, but I don't. Like, I literally am walking down the aisle, and I see two frozen pizzas sitting on the ground. How awesome. And they're frozen, and I bet they're, like, not even cold. Yeah. Fun. Oh, this is awful. That video's gotten like 300,000 views and a ton of other grocery store employees are commenting underneath about the like weird finds that they've had in the grocery store. Yeah, she goes on to talk about how much this is costing these businesses because essentially now those pizzas that have been sitting out are no longer good. You can't sell those, right? You can't freeze food and then thaw it and then freeze it again. That's how people end up getting sick. Exactly. And I don't know if you found this fuzzy, but groceries are super expensive right now. So if people keep doing stuff like this, 
guess what? Yes, it costs the grocery stores, but then they're going to get the cost back somehow yeah. through us by raising their prices. Or worse, somebody gets sick because they sit there and they, <laughs> they buy some ground beef that mm. was sitting, I don't know, in the mm, in the chip aisle. Yeah. Can you imagine just finding a thing of ground beef in the chip aisle and there it is just <laughs> sitting there waiting out? Gross. Absolutely gross. Yeah, somebody wrote, I found a pack of ground beef in the candy area. Another person saying, commenting on this video, I found a single potato wedged in the travel beauty section. Right. Obviously, a potato's got a bit of a longer shelf life than frozen pizzas or ground beef, but still. So, I guess, does it depend on the item? Well, this is my next question is real talk right here. Yes. You buy something. Yeah. Or you think you're about to buy something. Yeah. You're walking around and you change your mind. You're like, you know what? I don't need that. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with it? Uh, if it is something that belongs in the fridge uh-huh. or in the freezer, mm-hmm. I might not walk it back <gasps> to its proper spot, but I'll make sure it goes in the fridge or the freezer. Like if it's like, say, a pack of ground beef and I'm walking past like the milk. Shame. <laughs> I might put shame. it in there. I'm not going to leave it out to spoil. So I don't feel like I get like the super big shame bell. Shame. But I might not always walk back to the specific oh. place, but I will 100% make sure that it's still chilled oh, or frozen. Oh, wow. Does that make me the worst person? Not the worst, because the worst person is just putting it somewhere that's not cool. Okay. But there is an, a way easier solution, and I know this because you love to go to a, an actual checkout with somebody that you can talk to, <laughs> as opposed to the self-checkout. Yes, yes. You just take that and you say to the person, hey, I changed my mind about this. And they will make sure that it gets back to the proper place at a timely time. So then that yeah. way you're not dealing with somebody going, ew, why is there ground beef in the milk? <laughs> Fair enough. And let's not forget the yeah. temperature you're keeping that ground beef in the milk. Yeah. Two different temperatures. Might be different. Right? Hey? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Okay, now here's the question. If it's like a box of cereal... You're just, like, chucking that, like, in with the chips, right? Never. You're giving it to the... Wow, I Fuzzy! Will, yeah. yeah. It, amazing. So and you're going to make sure you give at, that to the person even, at the and even checkout. At the, and even at the, shelf, at the self-checkout, yeah. there's always an attendant there. Yes. And you can just say, look, I changed yeah. my mind about this. Do you mind make sure that it gets back? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Fuzzy. You're Shame. a better person than I am, Shame. I guess. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll just Sorry, make sure say, that it's at least... you say that again? You're slowly. a better person Sorry, one in more time. this one situation <laughs> than I am. <laughs> what do you think? Where are you at on this? Text us, 985 985. She said, I'm a better person. I have to play songs. I'm having chest. Pains, oh my god, 6 13, April 21st. Today said, I'm a better person. Ow, why, <sighs> why can't I breathe right now? Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio. So excited for the start of the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. So much going on at the BMO Center. Tons of celebrities uh, going to be there for uh, autographs, photos, all of that good stuff. And right now, we are joined by one of those celebrities, the official voice of Mario. Mamma mia! Super Mario! All my friends in Calgary, you're number one. Super Tenaya, Super Tyler, Super Fuzzy, number one. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, this is so absolutely glorious. Uh, Charles Martinet, uh, a voice actor in town for the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. How long, Charles, have you been the voice of Mario? How did you get that role and where has it all taken you? Well, it's been about 31 years when I was a little kid. I, you know, I was just, I was an actor doing what actors do. I was lying on the beach waiting for the pager to go off. This is free <laughs> cell phone. And the pager went off and it was a friend of mine. And I thought, oh boy, we're going to dinner. 
And I called him up. I left the beach and called him. He said, you got to go crash this audition. It's for a job in Las Vegas. And I said, I am a professional actor. I would never crash an audition. Where should I go? And I had no idea why, but I went to that audition, caught the cameraman and the producers. They're walking out the door. I said, hey, do you mind if I read for this? And, and, and the guy goes, all right, you're an Italian plumber from Brooklyn named Mario for a company called Nintendo, neither of which I had ever heard of, by the way. And you're going to have this real-time animation system and talk to fans all day long as they walk along. And I thought to myself, Italian plumber from Brooklyn, get out of my face, I'm waking here. Or, or what do you want from me? <laughs> I would not like to do that all day, but I had played Gremio in Taming of the Shrew a few years earlier. And, you know, nice Italian guy, talk like this. And I thought, oh, I'll do that voice because it's, it's nice. I'll make him younger and I can do that all day and have fun. And I heard action. I said, hello, I'm a Mario. Let's make a pizza pie together. And that was kind of the rest of history. And then it's been 31 years. 31 years of traveling around. Wonderful. The gifts of, you know, you know here's Super Mario. And then, hey, Luigi, too, Luigi, number one. Ho, ho. And Mario, have a rotten day. Yeah. <laughs> and why, Luigi, too? And baby Mario, let's go. Just one gift after another, you know, and the great thing is you go to Calgary Expo and we're going to have people that are just are so adorable. They're dressed up as Mario. They can be 55. They can be five. And they say the most wonderful things. You know, you're, you're the voice of my childhood or I Aww. used to play with my grandpa and now I'm playing with my kids. You know, it's, it's just so sweet. It brings people together, brings families together, and it's just pure fun. So we can catch you uh, doing your panel later on today at uh, the BMO Center, uh, Palomino D at 545. You're going to be at your table all weekend, though, also to meet fans? You betcha. We're here to we're here to see people and have fun. And we're also doing a parade tomorrow, 1030 in the morning on Stephen Avenue, the Parade of Wonders. So put on your warm costumes and come out. It's going to be a blast. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio.